Welcome to Season 2 of Universal Machine. It has been a while, and uh, shit has gone so downhill. It's <laughs> kind of unbelievable. I, I think the last episode um, was recorded right before the pandemic, so it's been about like two to three fucking years of uh, just suffering I've recorded because my health has been declining. Um, so I'm just going to be, this is just no music, no anything, no like promotions or whatever the bullshit. This is just me talking. Um, when I left off Universal Machine, I was going to the gym every single day. Very healthy. I had a girlfriend at the time. And... I've sort of regressed in that sense where my I have fibromyalgia and that means basically it's my entire body feels like I'm getting stabs 24-7 if I'm sleeping, if I'm sitting, whatever I'm doing. It just feels like fire all around my body. Um, and then I also... I'll bring it up later, but I have seizures, um, which is, I, I suffered a seizure in May. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit. But when I left off of Universal Machine, I was at the pinnacle of basically artistry. I had multiple projects going on and... Uh, I still have my merch up. I still have this going and that going. But now I've completely slowed down to the point where I'm basically sleeping for three hours, waking up, watching a show with my mom, going back to sleep, getting up, watching a show with my mom. That's basically what it's been to. Um, so, yeah, I don't feel remotely good at all about anything in my life anymore um when i i recently had a seizure this year that completely destroyed everything uh it was in may i was heading up to a concert uh it was for in vogue uh rick astley I believe the Backstreet Boys and there's like some other people, um, uh, Salt and Peppa. So it was like a like a throwback concert. So they were all there, and we get to the stadium, and I walk inside like it's nothing. There's no issues at all. Uh, go from the car, walk all the way there. I go in, get all my shit checked, go up the escalators. I don't feel anything at this point. Nothing. But all of a sudden, I black out and I'm in an ambulance. So my mom had to fill in the details. Um, I basically looked at her. My I was completely gone at that point. But I looked at her with like a blank stare and fell on my face uh, on the elevator. Or not elevator, uh, escalator, my bad. And people had to like pick me up and put me into the ambulance they were pretty fast, so I didn't get, like, my hair caught, uh, stuck in, like, the motors of the escalator or anything. But they literally had to stop the escalator and, like, I I'm pretty tall, 
right? So it took me, it took a couple people to move me into the ambulance. And I stayed in that hospital for, or the ER for fucking forever. So ever since May, my health has progressed so far below. I'm only 19. I'm, I'm literally barely an adult, right? And it's so, it's progressed so rapidly to the point now where I, now I'm doing the three hour wake up, three hour wake up and it's nonstop and I can't like, it, it's just, yeah. So after all of that, it, it and keep in mind, this was not my first seizure. It just progressed to the point now where I can just have one randomly. I won't feel anything in my brain. And she said I was shaking. Like I was like convulsing on the ground, but yeah, I've had two seizures in the past that I did not know were seizures. Um, one was in like 2018 and then one was with my ex. Um, and she did not tell my mom and it was just like, it was after I ate a, like at a place and I threw up all my food and then I blacked out a little bit. It was like a full seizure. It was like a half seizure. But now it progressed to the point where I'm convulsing. So I don't know. I I really don't know. And now we're at the point in our... We, we live in a semi, like... We live in the hood of a rich area, basically. Like, there's a lot of richy-ass fuckers around here. A lot of white people with a lot of money. Um... So we live in the hood where the cops go if they see any issues, basically. And these apartments cost like 2K at this point. Um, my mom lost her job. I can't get a job. So I can't even afford my medication. I'm on my last two. Um, one for my fibro and one for my bipolar. And I've completely run out of my seizure medication. And... Basically, once all that runs out, I can't get it because they cost so much because I don't have health care. So now I will just have, I, I'm just going to have a high amount of seizures because I can't afford my medication. Um, we are basically in a cyclical like thing where it's like, okay. How are we going to pay for this month? Like we are in a, like a month by month basis. How are we going to pay for this month? Okay. My mom gets a retirement check. Sure. It comes in like we haven't even gotten it yet at all. Some of my mom's friends got it in two, three days. It's almost the end of the month and we don't have shit. Um, so that's a thing. So not only are we basically trapped, we signed another like six month contract because we can't go anywhere else. We don't have the money to move somewhere. So we don't have the money to live here, really. We don't have the money to move. So we're at the point now where we might be homeless. And I have a cat. 
and I have all my issues. My mom has her issues. She has like neuropathy in her entire body, which it's like the uh, pins and needles feeling like when you uh, fall asleep on your arm or something, but forever. So we both have issues and the shit we have in our apartment is my entire life. Like this is, this is everything I've lived. Like my mom has shit from when she was a, the 20 year old basically. So this is like a generational thing. I have all my shit that I bought when I was still working and we might lose it all because we can't pay for storage. So at this point now, I've digressed so much since this la- like this past season. I'm at the point now where it's like, I'm just going to try to experience what I can. And if shit happens to me, that's really it. I can't really do much to to do any I can't I can't do anything about it I, I can't even I can barely walk at this point like I'm going to need a cane um so yeah ever since May it's been it's been really bad and we're almost at the end of this year now we're barely making it and we like we have no friends left, no family left, and the only family I have are so religious to the point where it's either you're in this religion or we dissociate with you, like bye bye. Um, so it's very fucking interesting. I have no more friends uh, after I graduated high school. I cut all ties because they did not give a fuck about me and they would throw it in my face so i was done i was i was over it fine i don't i don't really care anymore but yeah losing your entire family because of religious purposes i've never been religious i like learning about religions i like seeing what other people think about how the earth works and all that shit that's fine but don't shove an entire religion onto me and try to make me believe in what you believe in. It's not going to happen. I'm so past the point of even existentialism. I would say I'm very much nihilistic. But I'm at the point now where I'm not hating anything. I'm not wanting to hate shit. It just comes out, right? Because I'm bipolar. But... What I really feel on the inside is complete numbness to any issue whatsoever. I say to my mom, I don't really care if I'm homeless. And I don't. I don't. I care for my cat. I care for my mom. But I don't care. I Whatever would happen to me would happen. I would try to go to like a homeless shelter that's about it. I mean, that's all I really can do. I can't even take my meds anymore. I don't have a doctor anymore, so they don't they can't even give me MRIs or whatever the fuck. So I'm done. 
our car doesn't work anymore. Like it's having alternator issues. Um, so we can't even go anywhere. So we've been stuck in this house for uh, like a month or two. I haven't gone outside in two years. Besides like going to somewhere important. But I've literally stayed inside for this basically the entire pandemic. I have not gone gone outside. I've got COVID once. And I was lucky because I'm very fucking like. Uh, um, it's very hard because I cannot I can't smell anything already. I'm a nosmic. Right. I cannot smell anything already. I can't taste anything besides spicy food. So I, all my food, I use spicy, but I got it once and I was lucky it wasn't a very big case because I could have easily died from that easily, but no one would have known. Nobody, nobody would have known. Nobody would have even checked in on me. And I find it interesting. I don't care per se if people were to care for me. You can do whatever you want. But really, it's interesting. I used to, I, I, I was more of a loner in high school. Not because people didn't like me, more because I just did not like people. I did not want to be next to people in general. I could see the fakeness in my community. I didn't want to be a part of it. So I would sit at the top of the stairs and eat lunch by myself and study, do my uh, projects that I wanted to do for myself. Um, but high school was rough. I would be coughing up blood and shit in the restrooms, uh, especially like in the last couple years. Uh, I think junior year was like the roughest for me. Uh, or maybe, um, started off freshman year. Um, but yeah, it definitely got worse towards the end. Uh, and I'll, here, I'll tell you this story. Uh, when I was set to graduate with my class, someone thought they saw a post of, of uh, on Instagram from me. It was some like hypothetical shit, right? Because I, I that's just how I am. I don't really give a fuck about like living in a in this type of societal standard where everything you have to talk about. Oh, you can be serious with your mental health, but you can't be that serious. So I was just rambling, ranting, whatever. Someone took that, uh, sent it to like a counselor or a principal and my shit. They thought I was going to shoot up a my school. They thought I was going to shoot up my school. They sent a squadron of police over to my house. I, keep in mind, I can barely even fucking walk. I walk with a limp, dude, and they sent a squadron of police out to frisk me in front of my mom. And I say, uh, <laughs> dude, I can I can barely even stand. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want. But that made then they made me go to a secondary school online to finish my year. I was not mentioned at all. In my school, they completely buried me. I got my diploma, and that was that. And people instantly forgot that I even existed. 
that was that. That was my graduation. Never went to prom, never went to any dance, never really had any sort of friend. I had two girlfriends in high school. That was that. That was it. And even when I, like, came out as, like, uh, pansexual, people, the any remnants of people I had in my life completely threw me away for that. They did not even want to, they didn't care. They, like, they just, like, fucking threw me away. So, after all of that, I'm completely alone in this. And I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast at this point. I don't really care. This is more for me. This is more for explaining the fucked up things that happen to someone. I, I've never done anything wrong in my fucking life, right? Nothing. Never tried to get involved with any fighting, any crimes, any this, any of that. I have been perfectly silent on most of my abuse and trauma, right? Most of it. <laughs> and it's only up until recently where I've started expressing, yeah, as a child, this happened to me, this, that, this, that. And my mom's like, why didn't he speak up about this sooner? Because nobody cares. Genuinely, if I were to come up to someone, right, and we get to know each other, and we get a good friendship going, and then I start talking about myself and all the abuse that happened to me, all they can say is, I'm sorry that happened to you. They don't care. They can empathize, right? They can be like, oh, I feel you. But most people have been through abuse or trauma. It, they will never care. And I'm not going to pay someone to care about me, like with therapy. I, I'm so far past the point of that. <laughs> like, that might be the dumbest human thing I've ever fucking seen. To pay someone to care about you. So I'm alone. I have not. I have blocked every number. Deleted every number. Even all my family. My grandfather. Uh, my Egyptian side of my family. My German side of my family. They're gone. Done. I'm over it. Any friend I ever knew. Or any acquaintance I knew. In high school. Gone. Any people I knew from my hometown. Completely gone. It's just me and my thoughts, and this is what my thoughts are. These are all my thoughts. And if it sounds like I'm complaining, I'm not. I couldn't have it any other way at this point. Um, I. This is one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through. But I'm at the point now where I prefer the pain than the shitty talks and oh you want to hang out after school you want to you want to go to this restaurant you want to do this you want to do that i don't care i i could care less at that point it's more of everything that's ever happened to me has never been justified it's never pushed me to a point of wanting to strive for greatness it's never pushed me to want to do this or that it is only been to destroy my entire body, my entire psyche, every single thing about me. It's been 
everything I've ever been through has been to destroy everything about me. And the one time, right, say with the pansexual thing, the one time I decide, oh, let me try to tell some people, see if they'll even give a fuck. They push me further away. If I try to tell people about my fry bro, they think you're just making it up. The, and then the one time I actually have a condition where you can see that I'm suffering, no one is there. The, the, it's just random people know I have a seizure now and they'll forget instantly. I was put into the back of the ambulance and I was alone already. So now I have a mother and a cat. A mother and a cat who are both just, they're just there. I wake up, they're there, and that's it. That's it. That's all I have. I've tried making friends maybe in different countries, right? But maybe talk to them on Twitter. So I, I try to talk to this motherfucker in Canada. I try to talk to I try to talk to actual like rappers, artists. They follow me. Um backwash, censored dialogue. I mean, it's okay, right? At least I have some sort of interaction with someone, even if it's very minuscule, like very dumb, <laughs> like just banter, sure. But I can't even support myself. No one gives a fuck enough to support me. My mom can't support me. I have no idea what to do in life because everything I've ever been given has been just pain and torture and trauma. And people will just fucking run away from me. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I've tried many times to create collectives. Um, I've tried to make a virtual band, right? And I had a producer from South Africa. I had a couple performers, one from France, um, a couple, uh, a couple more from South Africa, uh, some in New York. Um, in different reaches. So I, I tried that for a while. We only got to one song before they flipped on me and said that I wasn't a good leader and they basically all disbanded immediately. All right, fine, I guess. Then I tried to do a clothing... Like This is like one of my first clothing ones. Now I just do a merch store on... um on one of those websites. I forgot what it's called. Um, but now I just do my own. But when I was starting out, I wanted to do physical, like, I, I knew someone who did screen printing. Um, and that pretty much ended up the same way. We got a group of people together. They all were, they were good for a couple months and then disbanded uh, pretty much instantly. I did all the designs for the shirts and, they actually were able to model some photos, um, but I was stuck in bed. So I was just the designer in bed 
and that, that was around sophomore year, and that ended. So e- even when I try to get collectives together, even even if I try to have friends of any kind, if I try to reach out, if I try even dating apps, they only want me for sex or whatever the fuck. I don't care about that. At this point, I could be... I, I think I'm more asexual than fucking anything. I, I really don't even like the idea of hugging someone. It hurts. It hurts. I don't like kissing people. It hurts. Like, physically. It just it hurts my body. So, I don't even want a romantic relationship, let alone a friendship. So, now I just watch YouTube. I watch Twitch. I watch... All these Hulu shows, Netflix, blah, blah, blah. And that's all I do. That's really all I do anymore. I wake up, watch some shows, and fall back asleep. Because there is nothing in my life where I'm like, oh shit, I really do want to wake up to this. Every Friday... There'll be a couple albums that come. I'm like, okay, cool. That's like the one spark where I'm like, okay, shit, New Music Friday, sick. I listen to those albums. I rank them for my end of year list, and that's about it. And then I fall back asleep. I don't know what to do. I have no fucking clue. I have no clue. I have no idea. I can't see anyone and I'm tired of signing and signing and signing my life away for every like fucking like Tantif and like fucking uh, disability and fucking uh, food stamps and all this fucking bullshit. I'm tired of just signing my life away. It's so whatever happens to me, it just happens. I've just accepted it. It's it's over. <laughs> like I'm 19 and it's over. It's done. Whatever happens happens. If we can barely afford month to month, it's just going to happen. We are going to have to literally leave behind most of our furniture. And I'll take my cat with me and we'll probably live in the car, probably live at the homeless shelter and that's it. We don't even have enough money to pay for storage. So, at this point, yeah. This season of Universal Machine will be very sporadic. Right? It'll just be basically updates. Um, Because at this point, there's nothing to really talk about. I'm surprised I even made it 30 minutes in. Like, this is just the situation I am. I'm in. So, like I said, if you want to help me out, whoever fucking listens to this, which I highly doubt anyone will, um, you can go to my link tree and there will be they go fund me that I'll update. And yeah. Uh you can help pay for my fucking medication because without it 
I will just have seizures. So that'll be fun to deal with. Uh, and I'm about to run out of uh, my duloxetine and my um, pregabalin. So that's also going to be fun because my brain is going to go insane. So cool. Anyways, uh, lovely first episode of Universal Machine. I hope he, whoever listens to this has a great day. Uh, and yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, bye bye.